0: Hi everybody, and uh, welcome to every week in a movie, the podcast where we talk about a movie every weekend. We got to come up with a newer slogan than that. It's kind of it's kind of not good. Uh, it's not great. Yeah, <laughs> my name's Ben Harris. I'm joined by my co-host Taylor Becker, the one and only. Uh, and this weekend we watched uh, Avengers: Infinity War. We we sure did. We sure <laughs> we sure watched it. Um that's all I really have to say about it. I think this will be a record short podcast. Uh, mm-hmm. But, yeah, we watched this very long movie um, with a lot of people in it, a lot of different things happening. There was just a lot. I think that's kind of my, my overarching opinion of this movie. I was just kind of overwhelmed with uh, most parts of it.
1: There's so much going on. The characters, so many characters going on, so many, like, different plot lines going on at the same time. Yeah. It's, it's one thing to have, like a parallel story and have like two events going at the same time but this one kind of has three i feel like three events and it kind of turns into a parallel there at the end but i mean there's so many just so much going on and you're it is long yeah because you got to get there early to get a good seat because the theater's gonna be packed Mm -hmm. so you get there you know 30 minutes early and then you have all those credits or all the advertisements before the movie the movie's what two hours 36 minutes i think yeah so it's i mean it's a long movie And then on top of that, you have to stay for the end credit scene. So it's another 15 minutes of watching the credits to watch the end credits. So I mean, you're there for like a good three and a half hours.
0: Yeah, it was quite a long, quite a long thing. I was kind of impressed, though, like with how I I had no idea how they were going to make like an actual movie with the cast that they had, like because it was a huge cast. But I was actually kind of impressed with, you know, like the different... Kind of overarching plot lines and the fact that there were like, yeah, three three separate plots that could have probably been their own three individual movies. Really, um, that I thought I thought was done well.
1: I agree. I mean, I, I like this movie a lot.
0: It was kind of odd to like have these you know iconic characters like really like you know Iron Man and Steve Rogers, Captain America never really like. You never see them together at all together. through, like, the whole movie. And yeah, um, I think that's, you know, something that just kind of had to happen. But it was kind of weird to see, like, you know, it's just these little groups of, like, characters that, like...
1: Well, so the, my biggest takeaway from this movie is that I just learned that the only characters I really care about are the Guardians of the Galaxy characters, and I just want more Guardians of the Galaxy yeah because i loved every scene they're in and i'm just reminded how good those two like those are my favorite movies by far from the marvel mm-hmm. it probably goes guardians of the galaxy then iron man um and i think it's just I think they're so funny this movie was funny yeah it was, it was a really funny movie i liked the whole thing um but it was the first movie i've seen in a long time where i, mean, I was fully engaged every second of that movie i was never brought out of that I don't, if it's like a zone you can get it when you're watching a movie like you're you're listening you're watching and you're like you're not thinking about anything else like there's a lot of movies where I kind of snap out of it and check my watch or yeah, where's my popcorn like this. I felt I didn't feel that at all. The whole movie I was locked in the entire time. I didn't look away, which is saying something for a two and a half hour movie. I was I was locked in like it was. It really got my attention. It was an amazing movie. Hmm.
0: I I'd say the same for the most part. I think there were a few lines that really, a few moments that really took me out of them, and they all happened to be moments that involved Benedict Cumberbatch as a superhero. Um some of his lines were just either, like, they weren't delivered well or they weren't well written, but there were a few times where he'd say something and I'm like, I was just, like, kind of put off by it because I I could go on, this entire podcast could be about how I dislike Benedict Cumberbatch as a superhero um, because I don't necessarily think that, like, it's, I I don't think he... Plays that role well, and I don't know why. I just, I'm I'm not a fan.
1: That's interesting. I mean, I, did, I mean, his character's cool, and I kind of agree. I don't see him as a super, like, superhero kind of guy, especially the other roles he plays. But, um, I mean, I, I enjoyed his character. I saw his movie, the Doctor Strange movie, and it was, I mean, it was pretty decent, I guess. So yeah. Nothing didn't wow me.
0: I think it's just, I think maybe part of it that I've just, I didn't really get into. Um, that i should have realized more is maybe his character trait is the fact that he like portrays himself way too seriously um and it's kind of funny like you know you know uh tony stark calling him like a space wizard and um you know peter parker spider-man being like oh that one line where he's like oh we're using our fake names okay um that was hilarious so i think i think that might just be part of his his like character that I was just put off by was just his like very like snotty serious. I have to protect the time stone with my life. Sort of, uh, yeah. sort of, just character. Which I mean, <laughs> I just don't. Maybe I don't. It wasn't that I didn't like the role. Maybe I just don't like that character at all. He's just kind of like really put offish and much more. um I don't know. He. It just doesn't really fit the tone of the rest of the Marvel heroes. Like anytime he says something moderately sort of funny, I felt like Doctor Strange was really like in a different tone and like a much more like, what's the word? Like a much more proper, you know, like pompous, pompous British. It had a, it had a very like kind of more like traditional hero story than the rest of them. I didn't really find it, like, funny. Um, but... And I think throwing him in that... in this film kind of was off-putting to hear, like, you know, uh, you know, the different characters, you know, shooting one-liners back and forth and being very casual. And then he's like, oh, you have to protect the stone!
1: it's great. great the action. great
0: <laughs> Benedict Cumberbatch impression, I know. Um, and that was another thing that I wanted to bring up was just, like, the different tones of each character, usually, and how and how they attempt to kind of bring those all together into one film, which, I mean, you look at something like Guardians of the Galaxy, which is very kind of fun and silly um, and has, like, the 80s soundtrack and Chris, Pat, Chris Pratt just being a big old goofball. Um, then you have a movie like Thor or, you know, the Captain America movies that really have a much more serious, like, action flick kind of feel to them um i mean as serious as a marvel movie can get but i thought it was interesting how they attempted to combine you know these very different like style stylistic choices um which you know guardians of the galaxy is directed by james gunn and this you know james gunn had nothing to do with this movie so it's really interesting seeing like uh them you know the directors attempt to keep the style imitate imita- <laughs> imitate the style that was in these other films and kind of combine them into all but one that um and it, they did a good job it wasn't really off-putting for me there weren't any moments that I was like felt like I was thrown into a completely different movie it kind of had a good overarching uh, theme and style I mean, to The it.
1: overarching thing is there that Thanos is getting the stones yeah and there's different groups trying to protect a certain stone mm-hmm. you know vision with the the Mind Stone and then uh, uh, Doctor Strange with the Time Stone, which the Time Stone was really cool. Yeah, it was kind of I thought that was kind of interesting. With there's like four million or fourteen million different scenarios, and only one of them we win. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of doomed. Um, the Vision character was interesting, I guess. Like his whole they're like in Edinburgh, I think, right in Scotland. Mm-hmm. And he's trying to hide, and then all of a sudden. You know they all come down on him and his girlfriend protects him and all that stuff and he's kind of looks like a kind of like a bitch he kind of gets messed up but he survives and it, i mean i thought my one of my favorite parts when they go to wakanda because i think black panther was such a good movie to bring it like have that be one of the final places that all this happens mm-hmm. was good because you know black panther is so fresh in our mind we all just saw it it's still in theaters um which is kind of interesting to think that there's two Marvel movies and theaters at the same time. Which probably isn't all that common considering how many they've released. Yeah, But we have to get to the point where we have to realize that this is 18 movies in, 19 movies in, uh-huh. to the MCU. This is unbelievable. Like You could say I'm not even a huge fan of the MCU. But this is unbelievable to see a movie series come together. These storylines have all led up to this moment in this movie. And there's going to be more movies, of course. There's going to be another Avengers movie but this is insane this is like there's been movies where there's been you know two three put together and you have like book series i mean this is based off comic books so i think the story's there but i mean they've had to provide their own story but i mean this is this isn't seven movies this isn't a trilogy this is 18 19 movies with you know five more to go absolutely insane and this movie was so was so engaging and there's so i mean there's so much fandom to it obviously and I, I always understand why there's such a huge crowd for the MCU stuff because it's so it's just fun it's fun to turn your brain off and sometimes you don't have to turn your brain off the movie like this will keep you engaged but sometimes you just turn your brain off and watch these guys destroy a city and throw one liners at each other um I I love uh, Peter Pan or Peter Pan, Peter Pan Peter Parker Tom Holland yeah I was gonna say Tom Hiddleston but that's Loki um I think Tom uh, Holland does a great job he's probably I there's been a lot of Park, Peter Parker's in my lifetime already this is our third one mm-hmm. and he does a really good job of I feel like he's 16 I know he's not but he feels a lot more 16 than 35-year-old Toby McGuire did yeah and he feels a lot more kind of like not losery, but you can see why he's kind of like an outcast-ish mm-hmm. than uh when uh Mr. Handsome played him a few years ago yeah so he did a great job and his character is brief in this in this movie he's not a huge character he was he was funny i I think i loved his character him and iron man's relationship is hilarious and at the ending was devastating but i mean this movie I, i was i liked it way 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 more than i thought i was gonna like it
0: yeah i i i guess i had high expectations for it just because you went and saw it before i did um so you told me that it was good i'm like oh i guess it'll be pretty good um so i i thoroughly enjoyed it um there were a few i mean it's just one of those you know fun a- action movies that you just kind of have to not think about too hard because there are some things like well how did that happen and how did this and that and it's you know it's one of those situations where you just kind of got to go oh it's just a fun a fun movie and um nothing else i i think we've talked about this about previous marvel movies and just previous movies in general but specifically marvel movies um that i have a problem with is. And we talked about this with, uh, like, Star Wars 2 and how every other line is kind of a joke and how there were some very serious moments in this film that normally, in most cases, I would have felt really, like, devastated and sad and emotional about. And there were few that, you know, I felt that way. But there were plenty of them that could have been that way, but they, you know, they threw in a silly one-liner in there, you know, to make it suddenly, like, comical, um, which I think is part of the Disney family friendly thing that they have going for them. But at the same time, like it, I, I found that the humor kind of kind of ruined some serious moments for me and took me out of them. Um, Cause you know, in, in normal, yeah. In real life, if these crazy superhero fights were ever to happen, I imagine that a lot of the fun jokes wouldn't actually be told in these very intense, uh, you know, battle sequences. Um, mm-hmm. but I think that's kind of my I have very few nitpicks about this film but that was one of them was just kind of the, the use of comedy and very dramatic situations that I felt you know should have been left as dramatic situations
1: think about being a New Yorker in this universe like think about the hell that you've been through like <laughs> yeah. <and> the timeline <laughs> isn't that long it's been I don't know how many years Within the universe it's been between you know, from like Iron Man and Hulk Mm -hmm. to now. But I assume it's only been a few years, maybe. Yeah. Like two or three. And there's been just destruction, aliens, lizard people, like just hell on earth. I would not want to live in New York. Why there's still so many people in New York? Like every movie there's destruction and death and i talked about this with the black panther like there has to be like death off screen like when these cars fly off the road and blow up a building i assume there's going to be someone in there yeah dying and this movie is kind of similar when this giant donut in the sky comes down and you know is destroying people and this weird alien guy comes out and is just blowing up cars and throwing stuff you know there's got to be a lot of deaths and i mean what a traumatic time to live in new york
0: yeah but it's pretty funny, lots of fun comedy and also <laughs> Yeah. It was just kind of very
1: squidward. <laughs> yeah, just
0: very silly. Very very I guess the overall the overall tone of these movies is to just have a fun time and not take it too seriously. And I feel like me taking this Marvel film very seriously, uh, is probably not the direction to come from. Um overall I yeah, I really I enjoyed it. I thought it was fun. It was a little too long for my taste, mostly because I don't know. I find this was one of my big complaints and it's my big, biggest complaint in most like DC superhero movies, which I don't even want to get into how not good those are and how, you know, stylistically off they are when it comes to superhero films. But really, I mean, I'm action scenes where people are fighting and I guess this is kind of one of my, my one complaint from like black Panther too. Like when people are fighting, that's exciting to me for about maybe two or three minutes and then it's just kind of more of the same, you know, like fighting, fighting scenes and things blowing up can get really boring to me. And I imagine I'm not alone in that. If I am, I'm so sorry to everybody involved in the making of this film who really love just, you know, hours of action and fighting and punching. And a lot of the time I'm just like, ugh, like we get it. It really just doesn't further the plot in any way when people are just beating each other up. I feel like
1: the end the end battle scene in Wakanda was very uh, prequel Star Wars to me.
0: Yeah, I feel yeah.
1: Except there wasn't uh Jar Jar Binks to you know end the war. Yeah, but it was very reminiscent of that to me. It was like a force field, and then they just come in and they're like ravaging, and I thought that was kind of funny. I just realized that in my mind that's that's where it reminded me of when I was watching it. Mm-hmm.
0: I think there are a lot of movies that a lot of movies with big battle sequences are like that, where they have like a castle or a shield and they're like, all right, take down this little part so we can siphon them in. But by far, I probably one of the few moments in this movie that made me feel very emotional and like gave me, literally gave me the chills was at the end when like Thor shows up, like they're all getting beat down and the God of thunder himself shows up with that cool ass ax and just wrecks it. I, I thought that was like my f- yeah. the, and like the music. And I was like, as far as like being immersed in a world that was like the the peak for me was like oh my gosh like it was that was like an incredible scene and he comes back and his eyes are all like lightning and he's flying and it was insane.
1: I missed uh, the Hulk in this movie. He's only in the beginning and he never. I yeah, I imagine that's that that.
0: something that they'll uh, they'll bring to the table in like twenty thirty five or whatever the next Avengers movie. I I imagine that something yeah next year is a infinity war part two um but i imagine that they'll talk about that at some point but really i just don't i don't really understand why hulk was not angry for once
1: well he's just like no like when it come out I'm like what is going on i wonder if i just i mean i i feel like i've liked mark replo's portrayal mm-hmm. of bruce banner and the other movies I, di- I just didn't like it this time i feel like he <laughs> like had a stroke or something. hey uh, hey guys how's it going like his speech was terrible yeah it was weird i don't know maybe i need to rewatch the avengers again and see what his other portrayals of it have been i mean it's been so many hulks there's been three hulks just the same as been three spider-man yeah in the last you know how many years but i mean i i think mark ruffalo has done the best job i don't know what i think he was just i did not like his character in this movie he was annoying the hell out of me
0: mark ruffalo kind of just i don't know like played the Bruce banner character very like very just kind of like, oh, whatever, man. Hey, man, how's it going? I'm Bruce Banner. And maybe I'd, maybe there was some sort of character progression in Thor Ragnarok that like I didn't see because I didn't see that one. Um, but I feel like you just kind of played this like ho-hum, like, oh, I'm just Bruce Banner. And I'm the Hulk sometimes. Um, but maybe it's just because I missed something. I'm not I'm not I'm not an expert. So I think we'll talk about the end of this movie. Do you, do you do you feel it? Do you feel like talking about the end of this?
1: Yeah, we could we could talk about it.
0: Okay, so to the listeners out there who haven't seen Avengers: Infinity War, um, this is probably the only time in the duration of the time we do this podcast that I'm going to say if you haven't seen the movie yet, stop listening to this point on because I feel like the I feel like the the ending of this movie is something to actually see and not just hear about from two college boys just trying to talk about it. Um, on the internet. Anyway, how would you feel about the ending? How did it? How did it make you feel inside?
1: Uh, I was pretty emotional. I'm not quite sure what happened. I kept telling this to people when they're asking me. I'm like, I don't think I could spoil the ending of this movie if I wanted to. I mean, I could tell you what yeah. happened, but I'm not quite sure what happens. Like, I don't know why which characters were chosen to you know disappear and which ones weren't. I don't know. I couldn't really pay attention. Like, if they're the ones that Thanos like hit, because I feel like he beat the hell out of Iron Man, but Iron Man doesn't disappear. So then I was telling someone else, I was like, "Well, maybe it's the opposite. The people that aren't that don't disappear are the ones that are dying because everyone I thought going in this movie the Iron Man was going to die because this was going to be the end of uh uh Rob Dow Jr. portraying Iron Man. I thought this is where he dies um, and he didn't supposedly I mean at the end, he's alive within the universe, um, yeah, and so is Dr. Strange right He was saying like there's no other option uh-huh. um And Thor's alive, and there's a few other back on Wakanda that are alive, which is interesting. Like, I don't know, how the hell is Iron Man and Dr. Strange going to get back home? Uh, They don't have the stone. They're on a random planet. Um, So, And then the, the, the gauntlet is, like, cracked and broken, and Thanos is, like... I feel like he's kind of having, like, a change of heart there at the end, almost... Like when he saw how much he had to give up with Gamora. Um, that, like was it all worth it is kind of what it felt like. But then he's like he says he was going to get all the stones. He's going to bring bounce to the universe. And then he was going to watch the sunset. And it was time for him to rest. Which appeared to be what he was doing. Um, I was so just watching Chris Pratt, um, Star-Lord, like lose his cool for five seconds. That kind of took me out of the movie because I was like. I almost feel like he would in that just like understand like they almost have it like help them out finish it this is how you defeat them punching him in the face isn't going to do anything yeah I, th- I loved Thanos Thanos was terrifying what a terrifying yeah he was
0: probably one of the best superhero villains that I've
1: he's a ever mon- seen. he's so huge and the CGI was really good there's a couple mm-hmm. him the wind I think it's more of the motion capture when he's like sitting down and kind of walk like little kind of movements they look kind of super unnatural um it's almost like his like his ankles didn't bend so his like feet are just like flat all the time yeah kind of remind me like when shrek came out you go back and watch kind of cgi some of the motion capture is kind of a little off um mm-hmm. but that's that's extremely nitpicky his cgi character his, his build his 3d model was beautiful um yeah it was intimidating as all hell he just kept getting stronger. You could just kind of, you could almost feel it when you're sitting there. Like you could feel him getting stronger with each fight, with each stone he gets. Mm-hmm. Um, it was, it was an insane character. And man, when uh, Vision breaks the stone, when the stone's broken on Vision's head, and he dies, and then Thanos just looks and cocks his gauntlet, and turns back the clock, and then grabs it. I was like, damn, how could you ever defeat this guy?
0: Yeah, I think that's. <sighs> one of the takeaways from the film that, like, I loved, and the entire time I was thinking, like, I had the thought that in the third act they'd figure it out, they'd stop him from getting the stone, and he he wouldn't decimate half of the, half of the population, but he did, and at least, I mean, I imagine in part two they'll bring back all the characters somehow, there'll be some, like, thing where they manage to grab the time stone and reverse it way back to where all the people are back and everything's fine, um, but, the Avengers, the good guys lost at least up to this point, from what we can see is that he got all the stones and he killed half the population, including half of our favorite favorite superhero boys and uh they lost, and I think that that moment was so shocking to me because it's so far like just the riskiest and most daring like Marvel plot point that I've ever seen is, you know, all of the, you know, the 17, 18 movies that we've seen have, you know, in the second act, the the good guys are really kind of in this, you know, the classic three act structure that they're really in this tight spot and they can't get out and then they figure it out. But in this one, they didn't figure it out and they lost. In that moment that you're talking about with vision where we thought, okay, that's it, that's the end. And it wasn't. And Thanos ends up winning and goes to his fun little, you know, his weird little house, and uh, he killed half the people on Earth and is uh, happy with it. And I imagine in part two, we'll get some sort of resolution where all the characters come back or something. But it was crazy for me to see a superhero movie like the Avengers, like any Marvel movie, um, and have the good guys not win for once. And I think that was by far the most important part of this film for me and probably like just the riskiest was, and I imagine there were lots of talks in the writer's room, like saying, should we really do this? Should we have all of these characters just die and then end it? Um And that's what happened. And that's what happened. And that's, that was insane to me.
1: It was insane. I mean, it just, it, I was kind of like stuck in my seat. I was like, well, now what? Like, I'm Yeah. Really- I can't believe I'll just watch. I I need to comprehend it. I almost need to go see it a second time just so I can really understand what the hell happened at the end. Mm -hmm. And I really thought Thor was going to do it when he came and he like threw it in his chest and he was really like down. I was like, damn, they just, he fucked him up. Thor is so powerful. And then he just snaps his fingers. And I was like, nope. Oh, so close there, buddy.
0: And I think like there were definitely audible gasps in the theater I was in where everyone was like, "Oh my gosh!" Like, "Yep, it's uh, it's happening." And then they all start fading away. And at first, you're like, "What's happening?" I didn't like, I didn't really realize like, "Oh, this actually, he actually did it." And like the the part where he uh shows up and like his you know young Gamora is like, "You do it," and he's like, "Yep." Um, and I you know you think that maybe like that's where he like. Has a change of heart or it brings things back, and that's what you expect. But then it's like, oh, he actually went through with it. And, and it's. Just,
1: in the Guardians of the, the Gardens Galaxy scene, where they go to the collector and he uses the reality stone on them, and they all kind of like turn into these abstract thoughts. They kind of fall apart. I thought that's what the ending was going to kind of be like. They kind of. Mm-hmm. But the Guardians of the Galaxy characters, you know, they put themselves back together and they were fine and continued on. Um, yeah. But that was not the case for. But everyone else, it seems, they like dusted away, and it was it was pretty freaking sad.
0: Yeah, just the especially you know Tom Holland as Spider Man. That was probably the most like emotional I got when he's like, you know, he he hugs oh, Tony Stark, so and good. I was just like, oh, little boy, little boy, little Spidey boy. Oh no. Um. So what? A, yeah, just kind of like the ending was just kind of a bummer to me. Really, I was like, oh gosh, like, and I loved that. I felt that way because in most. Every other Marvel movie I've ever seen, the good guys win, and they go, all right, then, and then there's like a fun little end credit scene at the end,
1: and like the, like
0: <laughs> the ending is very fun, but I noticed like the credit sequence in this one was just like playing black and white credits, like very, I don't remember if there was music or not, there but was. I was, was just, you know, there was. Quietly. Um, and it was just like, wow, like what a what a downer. Direct. I know I left because I was just going to read up on it and Reddit. I was on a time crunch. I I had sat in that theater for three hours and I had something else to do that day. So I really, I just looked it up and I was like, okay, cool. There's, this is what happens. Like, um, I think
1: it teases Captain Marvel, I believe.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's what I, what I read. I read, I read an article. I don't remember. I think it was like IGN or something that was like the end credits. Here's what happened in the end credits. And then it just ended up saying, "Yep, there's an end credit sequence," but it didn't. It didn't tell me what it was. So it was like, "But you should see it instead of reading our article." I'm like, "Well, why'd you make the article then? If you're just gonna tell me that I need to see it?"
1: Well, we weren't sure if there was gonna be one, but uh, there yeah. was. Of course, there was. So we sat there. Always. for Fifteen minutes. And that's and- the
0: one risk that Marvel can't take is not having an end credit sequence because it's part of their thing.
1: Yeah, the theater would erupted.
0: Riots in the streets. Um. But yeah, overall, how many? How many? Uh, what's your? What's your? What's your overall number? If,
1: Rating nine, thoughts, nine, out of 10 number. 10. I'll to nine out of ten.
0: Nine out of ten. I would say eight and a half out of ten. It's pretty good because I enjoyed it, but I didn't cry. I feel like to get nine and above, I have to like feel really emotional, and that's that's my very expertise critique of avengers infinity war anything else you want to anything else you want to add anything else you want to talk about
1: go see this movie
0: yeah go watch it um do that even if you haven't if you haven't seen it and you just spoiled the ending the rest of the movie is pretty good the ending isn't what it's all about even though the ending is pretty darn crazy it's still fun uh, maybe like get it you know when it comes out and you know take a break go to like pause it and go to the bathroom because it's kind of a it's a
1: it's a marathon
0: it's a marathon. It's a long one. I had the thought walking in, like, oh, it'd be fun to do, like, a Marvel... It'd be fun to do, like, a Marvel marathon. I was like, no, because there's, like, a million movies, and it'd take a week straight of just watching Marvel movies.
1: It takes, like, 32 hours, I think. Yeah. It'd be insane.
0: Well, everybody, thank you very much for listening to Every Week in a Movie. Uh, my name is Ben Harris.
1: And I'm Taylor Becker.
0: Uh, you can check us out on Twitter. Uh... And Instagram, we do little questions where we go, How do you feel about this movie? And then people respond, and it's great. Um, Just comment and like our stuff. And uh, just kind of, we really want to be involved with our audience, our listeners. And uh, we're just here to watch movies and have a good time. So thank you for listening. We'll be back next week, and uh, we'll see you later.
1: Bye.